Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our scenario is entitled Homecoming. It was written by Thomas McKeon, who is also our game master. And this is episode 18. Thomas is going to do the recap. So, without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Thomas? You're listening to NBC Red. And now, our evening program. Coming to you live from Rockefeller Center in the heart of New York City, it's The Adventures of Dexter Fowler, starring Corey Heistead, Jeff Wilkins, Tom Rayley, Mick Swan, Ken Trinch, and Wayne Worthy. Tonight's episode, Homecoming, episode 18. And now, for the recap. Tonight's episode starts off with a bang as our dashing heroes find themselves in the prelude to a car chase. But how did our heroes get themselves stuck in the middle of all this? Last time, our story began where the, uh, where the last ended, with Hawk and Fowler leaving the stylish and lavish Silver Star Enterprises. As they stand there, Hawk discovers the side effects of eating 16 pancakes and topples over. But with lifting up his shirt, Thompson and Hawk find that it isn't a case of too much Denny's. Instead, seeing that a cockroach has perforated through his stitched-up gunshot wound. Something strange is definitely going on, and it's not just Hawk's dietary habits. After getting patched up, the investigators return to their four-star hotel suite, only to find it trashed. It appears something supernatural has occurred, as all the furniture in the room has been stacked in the center. The walls have also been marked up by a strange inhuman hand, pointing from the accursed book from Spreckikin and Coton to the ventilation shafts. Hawk tries to turn the pages of the book, but it forcefully always returns to the same picture, a drawing of something called The Beast. Soon after, creepy crawlies begin seeping from the vents, and they flee like the manly men they are—they rightfully are. A bellhop hears their concerns, but has a mes- message of his own. One Lucas Baxter, the lawyer for George Fulton and member of the mysterious Atlantic Sea Partners, wishes to speak to plucky young Tommy Anderson. The group splits up, Tommy going to see Baxter, the others turning over the Kraut book to the Arcane Society. Tommy finds himself face-to-face with evil, with Baxter informing the young student that he knows exactly who they are and what they're doing here. He tells them that they ought to leave town unless something bad were to happen. Keen-eyed Tommy notices that Baxter, too, wears the mason's ring, like Fulton, in his office. And also like Fulton, he wears it on the wrong finger. Baxter finishes big, saying that they don't play fair, and throws the ledger, seen in the last scenario. Tommy then realizes that these people are the top dogs, the ones running the corruption of City Hall behind the scenes, and have a lot to lose from some some persistent do-gooders. Baxter lets Tommy go, but not without a warning. Amelia Court's a nice girl. It'd be a shame if something happened to her. Finally, the players wait until late into the night, arriving at the address provided to Hawk in his dreams. There, they find Transcontinental Import-Export, a shipping company based in Red Hook. However, something isn't right. The lights are on in the shipping plant, and the gate to the shipping field is open. What they find is a robbery in progress, hooded goons tying up employees and keeping them at gunpoint, while the others find a very specific shipping container brought to New York from San Francisco. Though our heroes managed to trap one of the goons in the warehouse and free the employees, they were too late to stop them from getting what they needed. In a covered truck with a logo marked Berman Canneries, the crooks have begun to take off, but our heroes aren't about to let them go without a chase. What was inside the crate that the goons desperately wanted? What's in Berman canneries? What is Fulton and the Atlantic Sea Partners planning? And will the hotel cop the investigators? 
Podcast. We'll find out this week on The Adventures of Dexter Fowler. So, we are going to start with literally where we left last time, which was the truck speeding out of the shipping field. Uh, and they've turned the corner. Baxter's on the ground. He saw the crate. Um, Hawk, Tommy, uh, William, and Felix were at the shipping plant. And Fowler is in the car. So everyone in the shipping plant, what you hear is, when you see the lights first, you see lights kind of gaze over the shipping plant and then the honking of a horn, the blaring of a horn. Um, the truck doesn't stop. It just barrels through and it leaves the, uh, the field. So Fowler, you see it. You see it pull out and just rocket down the street. Um, Thompson, you're, you're still in the shipping yard. You see that the two men with the flashlights who were kind of guarding the gate, they were kind of standing watch. They have now run over to the two motorcycles that you saw, gotten on, they start it, and they vroom, speed off. Uh, just, just so it'll plan my thing better. How many, how many motorcycles are there? There are two motorcycles that are kind of speeding down the road at this point towards the hooded uh, truck. There is still time for you to catch up. They are just heading straight down the road. No, I'm, I'm going to plan. I want to, I want to follow them, but if there's any other vehicles like for them to get in. Um, otherwise, no. otherwise I'm going to follow them. You're going to leave everybody else here. Cause I see, I see a big, uh, I see like a truck. Yes. Well, we're up in the office, aren't we? Yes, but you would have still seen um, the lights. You would have heard the honking. You would have heard right. the, the the motorcycles. Like there, people are booking it out of here. Right, but it would take us a while to get down and get into the car before Fowler might lose the person. Um, if you were to run, not particularly, but you'd have to like book it to the car. You won't lose them. They're, like I said, they're heading, if you're in a warehouse district, so it's literally a straight road to the main road. So they are, they're, they are driving up this very narrow road in between warehouses to the main road. When they hit the main road, you can still probably follow them. You're just going to have, like I said, you're going to have to chase them. Um, I'm going to give five, like I'm going to give about 10 seconds. If they're not, if I don't see them, then I'm going to take off and follow this. Okay. William, te William teleports into the car. Okay. <laughs> so William starts, William shouts to Tommy, let's go and runs for the car. Meanwhile, you know, see these motorbikes? Is there any opportunity with this boomerang to launch it at one of the guys, just an off chance, a clock on one? I'm going to say no, just for the sake of, 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 just for the fun of it, for the hell of it, I'm going to say no. Okay, uh, be, be sensible then. I'll be sensible in, in the coming moments uh, uh, for the boomerang. Um, Felix, I'm going to kind of take control of Felix here. Felix is still inside um, with Hawk. Hawk and Felix were undoing everybody's bindings. Um, Felix stands uh, beside the, the door to the warehouse because he was the one that shoved the broom uh, in there to lock it. Uh, and you hear uh, someone come up to the door 
uh, kind of jostle it, and then a blast, and the door handle just shoots off. So the goon inside with the gun is getting out, and so Felix is booking it, along with the employees. They're running away. Yeah, I mean, we're... Do I see? Do I see anybody fall, uh, running? Like, do I see William? Or do I see Tommy? Do I see Henry? Or do I see Clifford? Are they are they close me just to wait for them? Because I don't want to lose these guys. I think that at this point, it's is it safe to assume everyone's running to the car? Yeah. Okay. Um. So we will say that everyone gets into the car. Um. And. Fowler, you're driving? Yes. All right. Fowler is driving. So, bum, bum, bum. We're going to start phase one of this chase. We're not doing the stupid chase rules. That's stupid. They're horrible and they're dumb and I hate them. So, we're um, just going to be playing it by ear. People watch the show from Chaosium, dude. <laughs> I'm sorry, Chaosium, but in the next edition, fix that. Um, so, um, so Fowler, you managed to keep up with them as they break onto the main road. Uh, they, the, the, the truck kind of swerves. It's, it's four o'clock in the morning. There's no one on the street right now. It's just the, it's just the, uh, the truck, the two motorcycles and you, um, Fowler, keeping up with them at this point is not too difficult. You can keep, they're, they're going like 75 they're, they're, they're putting everything they got into this, um, and you're keeping pace. What is everyone else doing? How are you what, – what is your plan? We're just in the car. Okay. Uh, I don't know. We're, we're, we're chasing a truck that has uh, the, uh, the contents of a package that we don't have any clue what it is. So Just, just right. so I can plan my, you know, well, my next few turns. Um, do they look like two separate groups or one group in total? I froze up, so I, I, I lost all that. Okay. Is there like two separate groups, the motorcycle there, group and the people driving the... Well, you're not... There's no way to be stealthy about this. <laughs> so... Uh, the truck ahead is just keep is moving forward. There are four people inside: the driver, the passenger, and the two in the back. That's four. Then there are the two on the motorcycles. And while you're keeping pace, they begin to slow, and they're slowing rather quickly. And they're kind of separating so they can get on either side of you. Real bump them off. That's that's exactly what I'm gonna do if say they get too close, I'm going to sideswipe one of the motorcycle guys. Okay. Well, we're going to treat all dislike uh, attacks. So go ahead, and I want you to roll a drive. My driving is eh. <laughs> well, oh. <laughs> Switch with someone mid-car drive. Keep your knees on the wheel and have someone else take, take control. Okay, I fail. Okay, how 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 heavily? Well, it just means he doesn't sideswipe the guy. Well, like I said, this is we're we're, we're playing this like a tax. So uh, I failed by I got an eighty six out of forty or out of thirty. So all right, so um, 
you try to, uh, uh, you kind of uh, jolt to the left. Uh, the guy manages to, uh, to, to, to dodge your, your, your swipe. And you can see him pull out uh, a pistol. Uh, and on your right, the other motorcyclist is pulling out his pistol. And they are like, the, the one on the right is now nearing. He's got the pistol like this. Um, what is everyone else doing? I'm in the back seat on uh, the right-hand side. I'm going to uh, pull out my gun and shoot the guy. Okay. Go ahead and roll. Um, I got an 85, so I missed. Okay. I fired I, on this. I was going to say, did you? is it better than a three? But I'm sure he knows that I'm uh, firing at him. Well, yeah, you're following them. They, they, they anticipate that you guys are going to be shooting at them. So, bang, you shoot. He ducks. Um, let's go now to... I have your character sheets. I should just technically be going by dexterity. Um, and Hawk has the highest dexterity. So now we're going to go to Henry. I'm just strapping myself in with uh, making sure my seatbelt is safe and secure, and I'm ducking. Okay. <laughs> Safety first. Click. Uh, and that is all. That's all. You're just you're just ducking. Okay. Um, which means you'll get an advantage to dodge. Um, what is? Tommy, you are next. What are you doing, my bud? My bud. Yeah, I might as well. I'm gonna try to shoot. I guess. Go ahead. Oh, that's a fail. Eighty something. Okay. That's because Dexter is doing this with the car. <laughs> it's dumb. <laughs> it's tight. Dexter's not a good driver. Hey! Hey! hey, hey, hey. Uh. And I'm not gonna, I don't have any of Felix's stats, so unfortunately I'm not going to roll for him. Um, which leaves us with William. Well, William is gunless unless um, Professor Thompson wants to give him his gun. I don't know. I could launch the boomerang, <laughs> but I wanted to save it for, you know, a good, a good moment. <laughs> You may lose the boomerang going seventy down this road. Yeah. While while these guys are while all the actions happening, I'm saying to Professor Thompson, "Have you got your gun?" I don't I'll have, have a, a shot. Oh. I don't have a gun. That's another reason why I'm ducking. William stares at him evilly. <laughs> um, hey, I'm a professor. Felix, no, not one of these, uh, use your psychic powers. Felix is going to toss you his gun, William. Felix isn't here, and he has a gun, so he's going to give it to you. Okay, how's that go? Um, da -da 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 -da. I believe he has a Luger, and uh, that's just a basic pistol. So uh, I've got like basic, basic skill here. Oh, you got a uh, basic skill? Okay, well, go ahead and roll. Let's see what you get. Uh, just a feel. Not bad. Not bad? All right, well, let's see what he got. 17, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, all right, it's now their turn. They are going to fire a single shot. Um, the one on the right is going to fire at Hawk because he is the one on the right side. So uh, 
four. That is a miss. One on the left is going to shoot out the tire. That is also a miss. So he, so the one on the left, he kind of pulls in, uh, and he shoots at the tire, but it just hits the rim. Um, Fowler, go ahead and give me a spot hidden. Give me a second. That might make it. Just one second. Uh, My spot hidden. I failed. Okie dokie. That's fine. In the heat of the commotion, no one sees it, but you hear it. Hear the revving of an engine, and when you guys kind of glance behind you, you see that black Chevy that was parked in the parking lot. Uh, and the goon that was trapped in the warehouse has caught up with you. Uh, and so he just kind of rams into the back of your car. Uh, he doesn't do any damage, uh, but he, he, he is making his presence known. How about that? So, Fowler, what are you going to do? You're the one driving. Well, let's... I... Don't want to, I will, I will keep on. Actually, I will delay. I don't know if I can delay my action. Uh, I'm not going, I'm going to just pull out my gun. So I'll be kind of, you know, driving and also. If you pull out your gun, I am going to make you roll a penalty die. Yeah, you can't drive and. No, I'm going to pull out my gun. And ha- and I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna try and give it to uh, William. Oh uh, well, oh. William's got a gun. Um, Does he have a Felix? gun? Yes. Yeah, I, Felix, I got Felix. Okay, then I'm then I am going to try and size swipe the guy that tried to shoot the tire. Okay, go ahead. And I got a O two. That okay. Um, so you manage to uh, jolt to the left, and you just smash into him. And he careens to the left, and he just smashes into a car that's parked on the side of the road. Um, just, he's dead. <laughs> There's no question about that. He died. Um, so we, we, we weren't stopping to look anyway. <laughs> no. He's not getting up after that. It is now Clifton's turn. Um, I'm going to turn back and I'm going to use this round to aim at the passenger, I mean, at the um, the driver's side of the car behind us. Sure. There's only one guy in that car, so uh, killing the driver would, would do it. All right, so you're going to take this turn to aim. Next is Henry. Still doing the same thing, just staying out of the way. All right, you're staying out of the way. He and Felix are hugging in the back seat. While saying, while saying, I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> uh, it is now Tommy's turn. I was imagining Clifton was on the passenger side, right? Yes, he was on the right. I was on the driver's side shooting at, but then Corey just took our, uh, Dexter just took him out. So I'm going to try to climb over uh, Henry and Felix in the, in the back seat and get on the other side so that I can shoot the other motorcycle guy. I'm sure that they will allow you to do that. 
they're not doing anything. They're it's like probably very awkward, and I've got the gun out, and I'm trying to. You're like laying on top of them, and like this, <laughs> like. All right. Uh, so go ahead. Uh, twenty-five. Unless you wanted to do a penalty die. Um. Well, let's see what they got. That, that is would a seventy. Be hard for me. Well, they they failed. So go ahead and roll damage. Uh, Four points. Four points? All right. You shoot him right in the leg. Um, he kind of screams out, and you can see his bike shake. Let's. I want to see if he uh, maintains. Yes, he does. He does maintain. Um, he doesn't careen off and, and, and die. Okay. Um, but four points of damage. All right. It is now William's turn. Um. Yeah, William's going for him as well. All right. Hey, he passed. Okay, what did you get? Twelve. Twelve? All right, well, that beats the... Yeah, that beats his. All right, go Same ahead up. and roll die. Uh, 1d6, I believe, Tom? I'm pulling up... Uh, for a Luger? What's the fight? A Luger? Luger. I got a I'm six. pulling up my weapons table here. I got a six. Can I blow up his fuel tank? Sure. Yeah, why I not? Know, I don't know what caliber a Luger is. Um, I believe it's a 32. I don't really know. It's... 1d8. 1d8. All right. Um, well, that definitely kills him. So, William. Uh, what William says he does is he... Uh, this is how I imagine. I'll just say it. You kind of poke your head out the window, point, shoot, motorcycle explodes into a ball of fire um, because you hit the gas tank, like you said. Um, the motorcycle then, uh, it kind of rolls to the, to the right of you. I need Dexter and the guy in the back to do a drive roll. He got a two. He passed that. Ugh. I just passed with a 30. That is totally fine, as long as you pass. So you dodge uh, the, the, the explosion, and the guy behind you manages to swerve out of the way of the rolling bike. Um, however, in swerving to the left, uh, he's going to try and take advantage of this moment to kind of pull ahead of you, and then uh, fishtail you. He's gonna ram you tr uh, from the from the right and kind of spin you out. So um, you're driving against his. Well, that actually puts him right in front of my bullet. Uh, you got a seventy-two. Uh, I got a sixty-two. All right. Well, your fail is better than his. So. Uh, so you, you managed to uh, kind of pull to the left uh, and hit him. You, you're, you're, you're kind of weaving back and forth. Uh, ahead of you, you can see the guys in the back of the car. They're pointing at you, um, and they're, 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 they're shouting something to one another. Um, and Thompson, you recognize, uh, well, you, you point out to the group that they are the ones with the machine guns. They were in the back, and they had the Tommy guns ready and loaded. Um, so now it is Fowler's. Oh, God, tell me, God. Uh, how far are they? 
How far are away? Um, right. I'm going to say 20 feet. Okay. If you put the pedal to the metal, you may be able to uh, kind of catch up to them, get even closer. I I want to I want to like just give her as you know like press down as far as they can on the gas. All right, let's see if Herbie the love bug will go any faster. Go ahead and give me a drive. I fail. All right, so they're going just too fast. Um, and the guy behind you is making it very difficult for you to pull forward any farther. So now it's uh, Hawk's turn. So you were uh, aiming. So go ahead and make your roll. Okay. Uh, I got an 11. Okay. Well, yeah, that's definitely a pass. So go ahead. And that's actually a, an extreme. So go me. ahead and, uh, and roll damage because he definitely, he got a 85. He would not have made it either way. <laughs> Where is my? Oh, there it is. Thomas, uh, are you doing the impale roll? Um, yeah. You can do so, it Tom, Tom, it's max damage plus a die roll. Uh, so that's a twelve. Oh, okay. If that's a twelve, he's dead. You 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 fire. Blood shoots onto the uh, the windshield, and he just kind of rolls to the left. Smashing into a post, he's he's gone. Um, the group you are now noticing that the the hooded truck um, it has very abruptly uh, made a left. It is now heading north, um, and it's actually you can you can now by by Fowler turning you can see that they have uh, pulled up onto Manhattan Bridge. They're heading to Manhattan. However, they have pulled into the incoming traffic lane. And uh, there are cars coming down the bridge, and you can see people kind of swerving out of the way, getting out of the way of the truck. Um, do you still follow? This might take care of itself. Just stay on our side of the street. and Yeah, I'm going to stay on our side, but okay. I'm going to keep pace. Sure. Um, go ahead and make a drive roll. I want to see if you can pace with them. 14. That's, yep, you did it. So you are keeping pace. However, there is a significant difference because uh, uh, distance between you guys. Um, and there's all these wires and all these poles that are kind of blocking your way. Um, but you can still see them. And you can see them very gracefully swerving through incoming traffic, people like careening out of the way to get, uh, to avoid a collision. Like, these people are not stopping. Um, and you can see in the back, one of the goons, he kind of leans out and he sees you and he points. Um, we're going to now go to, because Hawk did the killing blow, so we're going to go to Henry. Henry, I'm going to assume, is still down on the ground. Good assumption. So now we're going to go to Tommy. So Tommy, you can see... The guy on your left, you were sitting in the left seat. You can see him. He's pointing at you, and he's kind of got a Tommy gun, like, loosely, like, hanging at his side. Mm. He's kind of, he's like, he's holding on to, like, one of the, the, the posts that you grab onto to lift yourself up. They're in a truck, of, right? Yeah, it's like a hooded, like... Yeah. Uh, shoot the truck. Shoot the, shoot the tire. Can you give me a sense of how many cars are in between? Like, I don't want to hit somebody. 
Um, well, if you're in hitting someone won't be that big of an issue. However, shooting through the posts and the wiring because you're on the Manhattan bridge. So, you know, it's going to be difficult to kind of shoot through these things. You're going to have to take a penalty die and they're going to also have to take one too. Um, So taking a cue from what I just saw Clifton do, I'll spend this time to try and aim mm -hmm. and either cancel the post, the negative die on, on the next turn, or maybe at that point we'll be beyond and back on the regular road. Sure. If they don't hit a car, I mean, come on. So um, you're going to take that time to aim. William, you're also going to take that time. To, uh, what, what, what are you going to do? You are. I'm on the wrong side of the car at this point. So Yeah. Well, you can shoot over uh, Fowler. Maybe an accident will happen. No, that's, that's my, basically my plan is I'm just, I'm just going to keep, you know, pieces. And if an accident happens, then we can turn around and go see the X. If not, I'm going to keep going straight. I mean, okay. poten- potentially Dexter could accelerate past him if the guy's on the back of the van. Is he on the back of the truck? Yeah, the guy is on the back of the truck. Uh, like I said, he's kind of dangling out. He's, he's got one hand on, um, on like the pull-up bar. And yeah. the other one's on the Tommy gun. So he's going to try and like spray. What well, 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 William's saying to Dexter as he's doing his maneuvers, he's saying, go past it and we can go back. We can shoot the driver. Yeah, because yes. he can't be going as fast as we are at this point. He's avoiding all these other cars coming at him. I, I might give us a... Uh, are, are, you, are you actually saying that? Are you, are you yeah. saying yeah, that William, to me? What William's saying, go past it, go past it. So that we can shoot back, and then that that will stop the guy, hopefully, with the Tommy gun, unless he's actually hanging off the side of the 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 truck. You know, it will stop well, him being shoot. I'll see when it's my turn. I'll make a comment. Sure. Um, in the meantime, however, the guy in the back is going to just do a spray. So, and he's not trying to hit anyone individually. He's trying to hit the car. Yeah. All right. You got a. He got a 98, so that's not going to do anything. Um, all right, Fowler, it's your turn. Okay, now I'm like, okay, I will, I will, try, I will try my best. This beast can't go any more faster, but I will put my pedal down, and I will continue. I will speed up. Okay. Um, well, doing that is not particularly difficult. However, uh, to Hawk's uh, inquiry—not uh, inquiry, but his, his statement—they're um, not really—they're not really weeping out. They're like—they're—they're they're slightly moving left and right. But it's the other people who are getting the fuck out of the way. They're just driving forward. They have no how, intention of, of how watching. busy was is this like at? It's like four thirty. Um, so to get to work at six. You know, if you live in Manhattan, northern Manhattan, and you have to work in uh, Staten Island, you got to drive the hour and a half to get there. Yeah, but so, they're probably going to hit a traffic jam at some point. Maybe. Who knows? Um, yeah, so I've, I will speed up, and I'll go as basically I will put my foot to, like, so it's hitting the floor. Okay. Um, 
So you have pulled up ahead. So Tommy, who is now in, in your sight, is the man in the passenger side. And give me a spot hidden, Tommy. 33 out of 70. Uh, that's a hard. All right, because you got the hard. You can see he's kind of clutching something. Something round and circular is in his hand. This is, I'm sorry, the man in the passenger, passenger seat? Passenger seat, yes. Yep. Okay. Hmm. Okay, I'm, I'm still aiming to... My concern is the timing gun right now, so I'm aiming towards the timing gun guy. Okay, so go ahead and roll. Okay. So would that cancel out the negative? So just yeah, one roll, would, right? It would just be one roll. Ooh, that's gonna be a uh, not quite an extreme. Uh, hard. Okay. Yeah. Well, and he got an eighty-eight. So go ahead and roll damage. Eight points. All right. So you blast at him. You're aiming, you've timed it just right. You shoot through the post and it just, boom, hits him. He falls out of the, uh, of the back of the truck, hits the right ground, and he just spins. So he's not getting back up anytime soon. Can I just say this is, I think, the first character I've actually put points into firearms, and it's <laughs> and it, awesome. And it, and it paid off. I'm so used to playing the game. Where I'm, oh, bang, miss, bang, miss, bang, miss. So, so there you go. It's finally paid off. Um, all right, uh, William, what are you doing? You are muted, my friend. He's trying to shoot a tire. Go ahead. I think I kind of skipped over some people. I think I skipped over Hawk. Oh, Hawk, go first. You're, you're, no, you're go. the man. You're, you're, it's okay. You're, uh, you're on the right side. I'm on the wrong side, but... I got a hundred. Okay. Drops his gun out the window. <laughs> That's a great idea. You, 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 you're pointing, you're pointing out, uh, and you've dropped it out the window. So you just like it just slips through your fingers. So you've lost, uh, you've lost Felix's Luger. Don't tell Mick. <laughs> He just brings his hand like, back. He brings his hand in and just sits like this. No one tell Mick, so that way when he plays next, he's like, I'm going to pull on my Luger. It's like, oh, no. That's, that's gone. You don't have that anymore. He's like, what? And then you have to explain to him what, what happened. William just turns his gaze to the road ahead and looks out the window. <laughs> okay. Um, Hawk, do you, do you want to spend this turn or do you want to wait? No, what I'm going to do is I'm going to... Uh... Uh, do something a little bit risky, but I'm going to hook my, my foot on the seat and I'm going to climb out my uh, passenger side window so that I'm sitting on the, the door and awesome. going across the top of the, the roof of the car and trying to shoot through the passenger window and, and hit the driver. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead and, and roll. All right. Do I need a penalty or anything? You're gonna need a penalty, but they got a 97, so just you know. I got an 18 out of, well, my my shooting is six is uh, 75, so 
Well, they, they, they got a, like I said, they, got screen. A, they got a 97. So uh, go ahead and, uh, and, and roll for damage. Uh, only three. So maybe I shattered the window and glass flew into their faces. Yeah. Uh, and, and we will say that is exactly what happens. So the, the, the window shatters. The passenger you can now see is very clearly holding something circular and golden in color. And he kind of ducks in on himself. Uh, the driver, uh, he kind of looks at you. Uh, and, uh, and then he looks ahead. You're nearing the end of the bridge. And uh, unfortunately, there is a median between uh, both the incoming lane and, uh, and an outgoing lane of the Manhattan Bridge. So Fowler's car may not, you know, it may be worse for wear going through it. But, because you got to go over and through the median to get into where they're heading, which is they're now heading down the ramp and they're going to cut into a street. So if you imagine the roads are going like this and they split off like a Y and there is a median in the middle. So they are going to head this way. So Fowler, you're going to need to drive over the median, my friend. Or can we just head them off down below? Um, no, I don't think so because I think they go too separate. It might, it might take too much long to get yeah. there. The incoming um, is going like this way. The outgoing this way. How long? How long do I have? Um, a round. They also have a round. Okay, I say this is one thing I say. Did you want me to go through the median or not? <laughs> What's the median made out of? Cement. Yeah, it's a cement. Upright. We will die if you try to do that at this speed. Well, it's not. It's not like it's. It is not like a wall. It is a median. It could possibly damage the car. If, if Fowler does not hit it in the right way, the wheels will not, because of these cars, they have a very low uh, guard. And so by hitting the wheel and getting it over, if he does it exactly right, he will go over and he will go onto the grass and he will dip underneath. If he does it, he will hit at like 70 miles an hour and you will be stopped. But then won't we be in the, on the side of the freeway going the wrong, with the cars going in the wrong direction? No, because like I said, here here is the roads for the for the bridge. You're going this way; they're going this way. All right. Uh, are we all willing to die for something that we don't have any idea what it is? Oh, you. Like hey, I said, you I just die. I just want to say, will will we? I just want to know, will we die if we do if we do this? No, like I said, the, the worst thing that will happen is the car will not move. It, it is a it is a up cropping of concrete that if you do not hit the wheels properly it will destroy the undercarriage of the car because you're going over concrete with a very low undercarriage yeah okay you know what let's uh i'm gonna try it okay i'm getting back in the car <laughs> okay i'm gonna get in back seat with uh with yeah no i'm like <laughs> Once you see me kind of go towards it, you'll need to roll my drive. I want you to roll your drive. Oh, I make it! 26. All right. Well, then there you go, Corey. You, all, all that happens is a very light bump, and you're on the grass, and you're heading down, and then another bump, and you're on uh, the street following the truck. 
ah, I think I can do it. All right. So, um, the car is still heading down the road. Fowler is now directly behind it. He is literally like three feet behind it. Is there another guy with a Tommy gun? Yes, and he sees you, and he is—he's—he—he he sees you, and he points, but he's not gonna—he's not gonna shoot this round. I'm gonna give you guys your uh, your time. Fowler's already gone. He passed. Hawk, what are you gonna do? I'm gonna shoot the guy with the Tommy gun. Go ahead and roll. And then I'm gonna clean up the piss that I just pissed all over myself. <laughs> uh, ninety-eight. I missed. Okay. So bam, and and when you fire, uh, do you fire? What, do you fire like through the windshield, or do you fire through the side? Oh, out the, out the door. Yeah, out the door. Okay. Uh, he he ducks. He hits the ground. So he's now under. He's now behind the uh, the truck door. Okay. Um, what is uh, Henry? You still you still crouched down? Are you crying? I'm not crying, but I'm I'm. I'm wondering, I mean, I'm, I'm contemplating life right now, and I'm thinking, <laughs> why the hell am I here? My cushy house, my, my warm, you know, my nice warm, warm fireplace and my pipe and a good book to come out here and be in the middle of a firefight, and I have no business being in. Going 70 miles an hour down New York streets. Yes, I'm uh, like, why am I here? Um, am I here? Is this a dream? I think Felix, I'm Felix is beside you, uh, just like yammering in, 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 uh, in Hebrew. He is saying a prayer. Uh, all right, so Tommy, what are you going to do? Did I understand you right? So the Tommy gun guy, he ducked down like behind a tailgate? Yes, he's behind the tailgate. Um, let me just say this for the for the more ambitious of our players you are with easily within jumping distance oh that's just what i was going to suggest to you tommy on your really? yeah go for it give me a boost um jumping meaning how would i do that like from from the in the climb. back Jump or you, you basically climb you climb up on the whatever the uh the roof and then you basically jump to kind of it's sort of like those uh western movies you know from the horse trying to jump onto the, the think Indiana Jones you can jump from the hood of the car into the back from the hood of the car man let's do it I just had dexterity yeah. all right. So, uh, how's your jump, my friend? Uh, I don't know. I want to give is, you a. Is that I important? Give, <laughs> I want to give you a chance. So, if your jump is terrible, uh, uh, do we even have jump? I'm pretty sure we have jump. Jump is base. Yeah, jump. Yeah, base twenty. Um, is it is it twenty? I thought it was forty. No, nope. it's twenty. Go, give me a give me a dex. Okay, it's a little bit better. You're still going to die at 70 miles an hour when you go under our car. Uh, no, 83. All right, so what happens is I'm not going to kill you. <laughs> that would be, be terrible. After baiting um, me into it. How about I grab him and I say, are you insane? No, he jumps, but you don't, you don't jump over the tailgate. You kind of grab on Indiana Jones style. You're grabbing onto the, the tailgate and you're holding on 
and that's and you see the head of the guy kind of look down at you with you like this. Uh, so now it's William's turn. Um, I'm just contemplating if I should follow him. <laughs> follow him Shoot him! Shoot! Right. Now throw your boomerang. <laughs> They're three feet away. I get the boomerang and launch it. All right. What would we do with the boomerang? Would we do it as a throw? Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I've got it. I put points on it. So I've got 50 on throw for my boomerang. Okay. Well, yeah. We'll, we'll say it. Go ahead. Ninety nine. Uh, really hit, good ninety nine. I hit Tommy with it. <laughs> <laughs> you well, you, no, you just you throw it and it just like it goes into the back. It just <laughs> doesn't come back. It just hits like a crate in the back. Or, or no, you throw it and instead of you actually like launching it, and you basically lose control right when you're about to. So basically, every weapon that William holds, if Lop drops it out the door, something. Yeah, like I'm that. not. I'm not giving you my gun. We're 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 not going to have you drop it, but we are going to say that you lose it into the back of the uh, of the car. Tommy yeah, do gun that. guy. Do that. Um, it's yeah. It's it's yeah. It's it's three stooges. You you bring it back to throw it, and it just flies out behind you. And it hits the ground. Does, um, it hit, does it hit Professor Thompson? No. Yeah. No. Um, so what's going to happen now is the Tommy Gun guy. He kind of just pokes his head out and he shout. He's, he 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 screams at the top of his lungs, "Break!" <laughs> and so I now need Fowler to give me a drive, and Tommy to give me a dodge. Oh man! I don't like where this is going. Andrew. Uh, yeah. This is where Henry appears with his uh, his cane sword and he cuts the guy's head off. Fail for me. I fail. Wrong character. <laughs> fail? D6 out of 26. Okay. Um, here is what happened. Let's see here. Okay. Um, Fowler. The truck in front of you slams on the brakes and thus you smash into you 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 try and get out of the way you you miss Tommy but you smash into the car uh your right wheel uh the wheelhouse has been smashed in so the wheel is not spinning uh Tommy when you hit the impact made you fly back and let go thus smashing into the windshield you take two damage and the windshield of Fowler's car is now just fucked. Uh, so Probably Fowler, it, I, I want to say that it would shatter, but I also don't want it to be like he falls back and then, you know, he falls through, thus damaging you. Also Fowler, Fowler's got to do corrective stuff. So he hits the windshield, it doesn't shatter. Um, and, but, but Fowler, you're starting to slow down. The wheel, the, your 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 front right wheel is not spinning, so you are just kind of dragging yourself along the ground. Um, the car ahead of you, uh, it keeps going, keeps going forward, heads down the block as you slow to a stop, and then it 
passes through a red light and wham is T-boned by a car. We're T-boned or they are T-boned? They are. You are okay. down the block. So they are uh, they are they are they are they're T-boned. The car still tries going forward. Uh, it kind of spins and it smashes into a fire hydrant. Water shoots out. Uh, the horns are uh, horn. Someone is on like their head is like hitting the horns. So the horn is blaring. Um, yeah. This okay. Is what, this is what happens, dear listeners, when you go through a red light. Yeah. <laughs> let this be. Let this be a lesson to all of you teenagers listening to this. Soon play. as soon as it. Stops like seems to be going to a stop. I see this. I'm gonna get out. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm getting out too. And I'm running, running with my gun. Yeah, we're all running. All of you are running with your guns. I'm limping. <laughs> I'm running with my head down. <laughs> um. Felix is running the other direction. <laughs> can I, can we, I Thomas? Yes. Can I, I know this is all chaotic, but I'm just curious. At some point, could I have talked to Henry real quick? Yeah, well, what we want to say to him. I just want to ask uh, Henry, did, did you see anything in the shipping yard when they were leaving? Because I saw the passenger had some sort of gold object or something. Do you have any idea what that was? Did you see that? I didn't get a good look. No. Okay. All he saw uh, last episode uh, was the crate that you guys have been following, that, that one with the, the nine one, the one nine nine one, whatever. Yeah, uh, right. It was in the middle of the, of the field and someone had taken a crowbar and snapped off the top. And there was stuff still inside, but they had left that crate behind. Oh, they left the crate, oh. Okay. They left that crate behind, but they took others' crates, but they left that specific one behind for some whatever reason. Oh, okay. I thought that was on the truck. All right. No, no. They, they popped the top off, maybe got something or looked yep. for something yep. and then left it. Okay, gotcha. Uh, as you are running, um, the driver's dead. With the damage that was already dealt to him, like, he's dead. Uh, out from the back, though, comes um, a very bruised and bloodied and dazed goon with you know his gun he kind of like flops out to the ground his gun drops um and the passenger door opens to the truck and out falls um a man he uh when he when he hits the ground he he, he clutches his leg and you can see blood kind of like shooting down from it um it looks like he's got a horrible gash down his right thigh. Um, and he's kind of gripping at it. Uh, the first one we're going to say is the one with the best X, and that is Hawk. So, Hawk, you are the first one. Where are you going to go? You're the first I'm running one. up to the guy in the passenger seat that had the object. Um, okay. Let's see here. And I'm just going to... Uh... I'm going to take the chance or the, the odd, odd guess and say to him in German, who sent you? Who are you? What are you doing here? As, so as you're approaching, you're the, you're the first one there. 
Um, you can see him kind of lift up his shirt. Everyone sees this, but Hawk, you're the first one to have an action. He, he lifts up his shirt and he takes blood from his thigh and he begins drawing something on his chest. But he starts to slow and he, 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 starts, he starts to go kind of limp. And when you say that, he looks at you and just goes, what? And then his eyes kind of glaze over. Okay, I'm going to get the object, whatever it is. Um, it is not in his hand. It was. Uh, it is in the truck. Um, okay. As you guys are, are, are approaching and Honk is going for the object, the guy... Um, the guy, the, the, the Tommy gun guy has also expired. Um, he kind of collapsed on the ground. He did something and he is not moving anymore. Uh, Hawk, you reach into, you rifle through the, 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 the destroyed front of this car, this truck. And you find a medallion. It is slightly larger than a man's palm. It's made of silver, featuring two gold Chinese dragons on the left and right. Um, intricate blooming designs that stem from the bottom portion, um, which depict a man kneeling. So there's a man kneeling, and the patterns, these blooms, are stemming from his eyes and they encompass a deep green emerald at its center. Um, when, you, when you bring the gem down and you look at it in the light, you can see through the, the gem itself, there are detailed symbols in the holding, um, in, the, in the casing of the gem, much like the symbols found in Cecil Hunter's apartment back in Crimson Letters. And the, are the dragons anything like the dragons that were on the mirror? Uh, yes, very similar. All right. Uh, I'm going to very quickly uh, pull out a handkerchief, wrap that thing up, and stick it in my pocket. Um, are you doing it to hide it from, from everyone, or does everyone see I'm it? just doing it to make sure. I imagine with an, uh, a crash like this, there's people coming, running from all directions. To, uh, I just want to make sure that nobody sees it. I'll, I'll show them later. Sure. Um, and you guys can hear the uh, police sirens in the distance. Um, Henry, because you were also part of Crimson Letters, the symbol that is on, that uh, you can, because he's expired. His shirt is pulled up. He's kind of laying there limply, his eyes uh, looking up to the sky. Um, the symbol that's drawn in his chest in blood also very closely resembles the, 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 the methodology and the symbolage of the symbols found in Cecil Hunter's apartment, the ones that lined the walls. All right. Should I take a sanity? Um, you can. Sorry. Yeah, sure. It's a, it's a, it's, it is a, it is a traumatic memory. Yes, it is. And I'm still wondering why the hell I'm here. Oh, damn it! I only got a, I got a three. So I'm. Uh, it doesn't phase me. Sure. Why did I waste a three on that damn roll? All right. <laughs> All right. Um, is there anything that you guys would like to look at more intricately? Does he, does, uh, do any of these guys have any identification on them? Yes, they do. Um, but they're just, they're just ID cards. There's, you know, normal names, you know, Billy Bob. Billy um, Bob. 
and the we know this guy's a villain now with a name like Billy Bob. In the in the pretense of helping out the people who were in a terrible crash, uh, yeah. Let's look through what what else is in here. Anything um, in the glove compartment now? Since I'm in the front, since I've gone into the front of the car. Yes, you find insurance information for Berman Canneries. Um, so you have an address for Berman Canneries, uh, but that's really all you find. It's just the generic paperwork kept in a glove box. It looks like this is a work vehicle. Like you find a clipboard with like a manifest and like a little pencil. Like this is a work vehicle. But we have that connection, so we know they were probably associated with them. Um, and then I think we should get the fuck out of here before the uh, police show up. What about Tommy and William? Anything, any thoughts going through your head? Anything you want to look at? William's uh, going to quietly look in the back, if that's okay. Yeah, uh, Tommy, what would you want to do? I was going to suggest the same thing, and go ahead, finish with, with William. Because I have another alternative idea, too. Okay. Uh, so, William, you go to the back. Um, we'll say you very quickly kind of pop open one of the crates. Um, and you look inside. And it's just pottery. It's just, it, during it, with the crash, it's just cheap, broken pottery made in, like, you know, Arizona. And and you look in, in 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 one over here, and it's just it's it's bags of rice, like it's nothing, nothing of any value or worth to really anybody. Okay, that's fine. I jump out. Tommy, what kind of, what's the crowd situation like right now? Um, people are leaving apartments. There's a tenement about a block away, and they're getting out and they're looking. Um, there's one guy who's rushed down to a phone booth to tr call the police one more time. And the police, you can hear them, they're about three or four blocks away and they're just coming straight down. Mm. I don't think there's enough time. Um, Hold on, uh, before, Dexter, before you say it. Uh, William, is there any way you can make a distraction? Isn't the whole crash a distraction? <laughs> um. Possibly, what are you thinking? Um, I want that Tommy gun. Where is the Tommy gun? The um, the guy from the back of the truck. He he stumbled yeah. out, didn't he? How yes, how he many how many Tommy guns are there? Uh, just the one. Was he dead? I'm sorry. Yes, yeah. he yeah. did something. He kind of turned on his side. He did something, and then he went limp. Having a Tommy gun is a would be a good thing. It's also an illegal thing, but but a, but a good thing nonetheless. If you want. Well, fire. I okay. Uh, oh. I'm not really a. I'd rather have it. So. Okay, Tommy. Picking up the Tommy gun is not that big of a deal, especially if you take the trench coat that the goon is wearing and just take it right off of his body, put it on, and hide it. In your trench coat. Does just, well, Tommy was going for the the Tommy gun, right? I know. Yes. I'm just I'm just saying 
Is there any other illegal weapons or anything that is of interest in that vehicle? No. That is it. Okay. Um, I see you pick up Tommy gun there, Tommy. And I'm like, I kind of whis I kind of whisper and I'm like, you can keep that we can keep that at my place. It's better for you to have it at my place than the hotel. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. William just says it's Tommy's gun. Um, what is the plan now? Hawk wants to get the fuck out of there, so... Yeah, let's we go. go. We need to go. Are you going to take Fowler's car? Are you, are you going to... Uh, go car's not moving. Uh, Can, is my car movable? Like, is it drivable? It's, it's drivable, but it doesn't go... It doesn't go more than five miles an hour. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, we're not taking it. Unless... Look, my suggestion, Fowler, you go back to your car and you tell the police that those guys crashed into your car on the free, you know, coming off the, the bridge and just pretend like that's how your car got damaged. So I'm telling the truth then. And that you have no idea what's going on here. Okay, I'm semi-telling the, sorry, I'm semi-telling the truth. Yeah. And that's but there's a I, lot of a lot of damaged cars around here now because of them. So yeah, so that is that is exactly what I'm going to be doing. Is I am going to be going to my car. I'm going to run to my car, and then we're going to sneak off and get a cab back to wherever we want to yeah. go. Yeah, um, back to Fowler's. Are yeah, I'm. That's what I'm going to do. Is I'm going to go to my car and I'm going to kind of you know be waiting outside. You know, looking at the damage when cops show up. Do I have enough time to make it there? Yeah, to my yeah. car. And you guys, just, you know, I'm just making, I'm just making sure. And and on all of you guys, uh, you know, you get a, you head down to like a subway tunnel and get on a subway and head north and then find a taxi cab. Um, that's easy. Um, where would you like to go now? Uh, Fowler's. Fowler's apartment. Yeah. All right. Um, We'll say you get to Fowler's apartment. You don't have a key, so you just kind of wait. Um, but Fowler arrives about an hour after you guys arrive. He's got to deal with the police. Yeah, I would. Would I? Would I? I would give them a key, wouldn't I? No, because we weren't staying there. So I thought. I thought we stayed there. I thought we stayed there. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe you did. We'll say, however, it's it's six o'clock. You guys enter into the apartment. What are you guys gonna do? Well, the first thing I'm gonna set them all down and show them this thing that I that I got. Okay, you show them the medallion. I'm like, I, I, I I'm I'm at a loss. I is this what we're supposed to have found? Thanks to the dream that uh, that uh, I thought we were going to find uh, old Timothy in a box, we find a tr another trinket. Thought it was going to be Tally. Well, or Tally, or, or Timothy, or somebody like that. Uh, I don't know. I just, I guess, I kind of just assumed that it was going to be a person we were going to find. Uh, so let's have a look at this thing. Let's look at it more carefully. Okay. 
Um, it's worth a billion dollars. <laughs> I mean, that jewel. It's yeah, that jewel is pretty, pretty, pretty big. That's pretty deep. Like it's it's a big gem. Um, does anyone have a praise or archaeology or any um, of the associated? I don't have a praise, but I'll tell you that emeralds. I do have archaeology. Are more valuable than diamonds. Far um, rarer. Go ahead. And, well, I mean that that is a that's a good point. I have I have an I I have accounting. Um. Well, Henry has archaeology. What did I you just, guess? but but I rolled a ninety-five, so yeah. Okay. Would would I have like you know records of like how much this would some sort of similar thing sold for? Um. Well, you've never seen anything like this, uh, Henry. What is your um? Or, uh, yeah. Let me let me pull it up. Fifty-one. Okay. Um. It's old. It's I, I'll tell you guys, that looks really old. The fit, the finishing on it is incredibly detailed. It's very old. Um, you can't place a location, and you can't. You've never seen these symbols before, um, so you can't place a, 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 a location from that. But you can definitely tell a rough estimate of. Um, Let's see here. Let me. I mean, from up. the dragon motif, can he tell if it's Asian or? It's definitely. It's definitely from the Orient. Um, that's you could easily make that assumption from the dragons because they're very. They're very clearly Chinese dragons. Um, the BCs. We'll say that. Okay. Um, Sorry. BCs, the before Christ. Before, before Christ. Oh, oh, sorry. Okay. I have history. Could I just see? No, you don't know enough about it for you to roll a history. Unfortunately, would would all cult help with this, or is it just a, a different kind of culture? Uh, say that one more time. Uh, would, would 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 occult help with this, or is it more just a kind of anthropology kind of thing? I don't know. Um, it's fine if it's not. Just one. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no. You just you just don't you don't know what it is. I mean, uh, obviously, it's something. There's something odd about it. Uh, with with Hawk and Thompson, you both you recognize those symbols. They're symbols that were drawn by uh, by Cecil Hunter, um, which were also the the the, the, the which, which was also the language used by. Um, Kaziah Mason and the Arkham Witch Trial Papers. Yeah, you're muted, Tom. Was it called Oclo? Um, no. Uh, I can't remember the the, the 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 proper name, but it was called the the, the translation was the first language. Okay. It is not the Dark Speak. So I'm guessing if Tally communicated with Hawk uh, in that dream thing, um, then we need this object or needed to get this object from somebody for whatever purpose. Maybe for getting 
um, whatever his name is back. Timothy. The guy we're, Timothy, the guy we're supposed to be finding, you know, um, to get Timothy back at some point. Otherwise, why would we be directed to, to be there, you know? So it must be important, obviously, to tally. I, I have no idea. That's about the height of my revelation. <laughs> if, if nothing else, it's a bargaining chip. It's something they wanted. Right. Mm -hmm. We might be able to trade it for Tally's life or Timothy's life. True. Yeah. Well, I am exhausted. Thanks, Carl. Trip. Uh, what do we do next? We got to see. We got to investigate this Berman canneries, obviously. There was also the. Let me pull up my my list. Um, there was also the Mason Lodge. And up, 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 the Black Horse Tavern. There was yep. that. And um, was. Ogden cigarettes to do with anything? I don't know. I wrote that down. Yeah, that was just uh, it, it was just a, a sign because uh, it's a German brand, right? Hmm. Yeah, we could we could go to the tavern for a beverage. Well, I could. This early, I it's just want prohibition, speak. isn't it? Yeah, but it's 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 an illegal bar. It's a sailors' bar, a criminal bar. Up in uh, by the docks. What time is this just now again? Six o'clock. It may not be open. They're open for a very specific amount of time before they close up. Six a.m. Right. Yeah. Mm. They could be open, but I would rather wait. You know, if we want to do that, if you want to follow that lead, well, I would I say let's uh, wait till the night. You know, have a good night's sleep. Or good day sleep. sleep. And then, of course, you know, my apartment is uh, secure. So there won't be any cockroaches in your third world hotels. I don't know. Those cockroaches seem to like, like you for some reason. Because well, I opened the <laughs> vent so they had nowhere to go. So... I would just say, let's just, you guys stay here as long as you want, but, you know, let's just wait till the night. Time to do this, uh, go to the bar if you want to go to the bar. That's just what I'm going to say. Okay, so you guys are going to head to sleep for a few hours, kind of wake up at around like 11 or 12. Yeah. How's, the back? How's the back, Tommy? Is it what? Sorry? You're back. Or your leg or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, my leg. Fucked up. Um, it hurts. He's in uh, pain, but he's not He's not too bad. We toughen it out. ourselves and... Uh... Dexter, where can I put this heavy piece of equipment? <laughs> it weighs a ton. In the corner uh, by the umbrellas. Yeah. I would say in the... In my gun case, I guess. Uh, just a steamer trunk full of guns. <laughs> just throw it in there on the pile. Um, is there a chain that is with the medallion? Um, no. There is no indicator of a Is there chain. something on it that where a chain would be attached to it? 
No, there isn't. So it's just a circle of metal with designs on it. Yes, but because you pointed it out, I was going to tell you later uh, if you did something. But you're looking at it, trying to find on the bottom, there's an indentation. It's a small ingroove, a circular ingroove. Like, I, I explain like, better. Or... Like, if you were to put it on something like a stick. Like, like a pole. Oh, like the Indiana Jones style, stick it on top of a. Very, very much like that, yes. Hmm. You could stick that on the umbrella next to the Tommy gun. But no, there is no indication of like for a chain or anything like that. There's just that little groove at the so bottom. You think there's maybe a, this would go on the top of a pole, like a like a flagpole or a a staff or something. Hmm, interesting. Good thinking there, there, Hawk. Um, okay. Everyone's going to head to bed? Yeah, and I am going to make extra specially sure that nobody, especially Dexter, steals this object and hides it somewhere. Why, why would I, why would I, okay, sir, why would I steal this object? Because you've done it before. <laughs> Start screaming at you. Why would I do, why would so I? This is going in, in the, the thing, folded up nice and neat and under my pillow. <laughs> Um. All right. I you are you're all going to sleep. I would like everyone to give me rolls. One d hundreds, please. All right. Don't. All right. Well, I'm going to go down the line here really quick. Just give me one second. Um. Tom, what'd you get? Who? Oh, Hawk, what did you get? <laughs> I got a 21. All right. Uh, William. 51. Okay. Thompson. I got a 20. Okay. Uh, bup, 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 bup. Uh, Tommy. 45. And Fowler. Is it going to be bad if I say I got a 90? Okay. Give me one second. I'm going to send you something. Uh, give me, I'm sorry. Give me one second, Fowler. This is like a GM nightmare. We have Thomas running it. We have Tom as a player. We have Thompson as another character name. And we have Tommy as a... <laughs> yeah. It's all the Toms. All the Toms and, come together. And lastly, we have a Tommy gun sitting in the corner by the umbrellas. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, Fowler, did you get that message? Yes. All right. Pretty bad, huh? Could be bad. It could be good. Who knows? I mean, it's definitely not good. Uh, I'm also sleeping with my gun like this. <laughs> Alrighty. So you're all sleeping. Now yeah, Fowler feels like shit. Um, you are all then 
awakened by the sound of every single door in Fowler's apartment swinging open. Um, you all, you all kind of jolt awake, except for Hawk and William. Uh, William is, is just laying there sleeping. Hawk, on the other hand, is where would you have been? Uh, where would you have positioned yourself, Hawk? Um, I don't know. I thought maybe Fowler had a lot of bedrooms in his uh, big house. Uh, how many bedrooms do you have in your big house, Mr. Fowler? Uh, I don't probably like, probably a few bedrooms. We'll say he has three, and Hawk is in one of them. Yeah. So you guys hear uh, Hawk gibbering and jolting and moving in the bedroom. Fernando. His gibbering is. Um, Does it sound like German? It sounds like a whole bunch of different languages. Uh, what would you guys like to do? None of you see him. Does anyone okay. go check on him? I, I, okay, so I get up, but I am very slow to get up. Like, I had one of the worst nights' sleeps in my life. Like, you know, you slept on like a stone bed, and I get up, and every move I take, I kind of grunt when I move. Yes. Fowler looks five years older. Uh, <laughs> Fowler, you walk down the hallway and you see Hawk. He is, he's like flailing in the bed. I'm like, Hawk! Hawk! He does not is... awaken at your shouts. Okay. I then try and take the uh, medallion from his. <laughs> Is that what you're gonna do? Also, I'll see if he actually, you know, uh, awakens from the from his uh, convulsions. But if not, then I am gonna try and, as much as I can, I'll try and, you know stop him but that I'll, I'll try to see if that will actually stop will wake him where's everybody else are you just gonna like sitting there waiting to see what happens you're like i'm not dealing with this no more i'm tired <laughs> so i can deal with it it's his house <laughs> like the crying baby thing you, you deal with it yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I picture Tommy, when the doors flew open, it would have jolted him awake. He would have grabbed his handgun, looked around, tried to figure out what just happened. And then when he heard all the, the gibbering and, and so forth, he would make his way towards Hawk's room. Um, what about Henry? I'm actually um, going to go into, um, go over there to his room. I'm going to, well, I'm going to see if I could use uh, psychology 
you try to figure out what's going on with Hawk. Hawk has been acting strange and strange things have been happening, happening to Hawk. So maybe a, I don't know if we could do a combined role of psychology and um, uh, occult, perhaps. If I, okay, we're going to do, which one is higher? Occult, but only okay. by far. Um, yeah, go, go ahead and give me a roll. Uh, that's 52. Is that a pass? Yeah. 52 out of 65. Okay. Check your inbox. Um, Tommy, give me a spot hidden as you're making your way into Hawk's room. Uh, definite pass 22 is a heart. You pass William, who's like laying on the couch. William's not breathing. What? William, wake up. And when you touch him, he, he is cold. Uh-oh. Uh, so, Fowler, you're going to... You're going you're gonna to touch Hawk, because he's not waking up. So you're going to kind of, what are you going to do? Shake him awake, or? <laughs> I, I basically toss the, like, the, I don't know if, I will put the medallion off to the side so it looked like he tossed it when he was. And then I am basically going with all my strength, even though I don't have that much strength anymore. More. I'm gonna try and wake him up. If that doesn't work, I am going to run as fast as I can to the kitchen and get water and throw it on. As soon as you physically touch him, he stops and Hawk awakens, but he isn't Hawk. His eyes are huge. They are twice as big as they normally are. The color of blood red <laughs> with a feline slit down the middle. He has an abnormal smile. It's wide and toothy. His brow is furrowed in a human way. When he is touched, he immediately, like a vampire, shoots up and he's like floating there. He's twitching and jolting and he goes, You reap what you sow, mortals! The beast of in your soul! Soon it will be you that burns in the abyss, and I will go free. Slowly I will take each one of you, your bodies and minds and souls bending to my will like a reed. Hawk has brought forth the beast, and no matter what you do, you cannot stop me! He then begins cackling madly, and then he drops like a ragdoll. Uh... Holy, okay, is that, sorry, that is definitely, uh, yes, yeah, to everyone who's in the room, Tommy, you hear that, but as soon as you hear the slump of Hawk, William awakens. Oh, good. Are you, hello, hello Tommy. Okay. Um, I fail. <laughs> 1D, I'm going to say 1D6, because that's like... Yeah, he was, he was laughing you know manically anyway. Can, I'm going to upgrade that to a D8, because sure, that man. is very... Go, D20, come on. D20. <laughs> I, well, since he's doing a D, I, I failed my... Uh... 
because <laughs> I'm like right there. So I'm thinking that would be more like a D8 kind of. I roll a six. Okay, what about you, Fowler? I also roll a six. <laughs> we will say then that you both uh, just run screaming from the room. You are screaming bloody I'm murder. You okay. run into the living room. I, I'm not. I'm not running. I am. Jo- I am jogging. That's yes, I can. Fowler is is jogging rather lightly, but he's he's trying to jog qu- quickly. But you guys kind of like go into the corner, and you are petrified. You're terrified, staring down the hallway. Um, Hawk, you awaken. You're 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 relatively fine. <sighs> you're in a weird position because you're like kind of like curled in on yourself, but mm. you're. Oh, um, and, best n- sleep n- ever. <laughs> <laughs> now, while awake, you said something about Dexter looking old. What's up with him? Is he just lack of sleep or raggedy looking? Mm. Oh, like I said, he looks five years older. Right. What the hell is going on here? Why is everybody in my room? And why are you guys over there in the corner? Yes. <laughs> I'm I like put this over here, and I take that the medallion okay. back. Um, I am like this. I will be like, "What did you do?" Like, I'm like, "What? What? What did 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 you 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 do?" Ooh, ooh, ooh. Guys, I think that Dexter's lost his mind. What are you talking about? I'm like. I'm like I'm like kind of shot. I'm like I was like literally like five feet, like one foot away from. Have you been trying to get to this? I said I told you not to. Uh, I will ask. Dr. I didn't touch it. I will ask Doctor Thompson. Is it obvious now? Or, or have the signs made sense? Going home. You're going home? I want to go home. You just hear Thompson say he wants to go home and cry. And I'm balled up in a corner. What is wrong with you people? Bad dreams? William stands, William stands up and uh, strides Art. across the room, opens the curtains and looks well, better so than ever. Um, I like uh, you are you opened something Hawk I opened something what are you talking about a gateway you open a gateway to hell (laughs) what are you talking about I opened a gateway to hell you're crazy no. Oh, you're the one who went kind of crazy. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry, but what you're saying is ridiculous. If it wasn't, if I didn't risk, next time you do it, Hawk, I am do going what? to shoot you. Do what? I won't let that happen, though. What? Well, uh, I need some coffee, and I'm getting up and putting my clothes on. And 
What's with you guys? You and William, yeah, Tommy, we, William. What's we up? We need you? we need to take you to a temple right <laughs> now. A temple? What the hell is wrong? You guys, it's not, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Um, I then grab my handcuffs <laughs> and I handcuff Hawk. No, I'm punching him in the face if he comes anywhere near me. As as you as you're all doing this, you then hear <laughs> Hawk is about to punch. The Fowler's got the handcuffs. Henry is crying. <laughs> William is by the fucking window. You hear knock, knock, knock at uh, Fowler's front door. Doors open. Come on. Can someone get it? Come on in. I think William said something, but he was muted. Uh, oh, it's the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good breakfast pizza. So, so you just got. So you just said, "Come on in." Like, yeah, come on in. I'll, yes. I'll make my way towards the door, and I'll just say, "Cause you said earlier the doors flew open, so I'll say, "Come on in." Uh, yeah, the the front door did not flow open. Every other uh one did. Ah. However, where is that? B six. I'm all the way over here. I need to go. Down. I'm gonna punch Dexter anyway for even threatening me. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. No, I'm. I'm still. I'm still trying to handcuff so I can actually take him to the temple. Uh, well, hold on. We're gonna go to. We're gonna go to, uh, right. to, to to Tommy. Tommy, you open the door, and who should be standing there? But Amelia. Amelia, I was gonna try to call you today. She immediately hugs you. Like, pale in the face, like, she hugs you. Uh, and, and she just says, like, I'm so worried about you. Are you okay? She kind of uh, pulls away and says, are you okay? Yeah, I mean, a little, little beat up and all. William's not doing all that great, I don't think. But what do you mean? And and she kind of looks around and 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 she's, where exactly are we? This is Dexter's house, Dexter Fowler. And she kind of gives you a look, like Josh, I know Dexter Fowler. Um, and she then looks at you and says, "Is Hawk here?" Yeah, um, I think. Wham! You hear Dexter scream. No, you hear Dexter blacked out. Uh, he, he, he screams, and then you hear Hawk say, "And there's another one coming. If you come near me with those handcuffs." Uh, no. Um, she then uh, says, she, she, "She says, what, what, what is going on?" Well, you came at a bad time. We're all kind of trying to figure that out right now. I mean, you're welcome to stay, but. Well, of course I'm going to say you're in trouble. That's what that's what your lawyer said. Or maybe she came at a good time. Mr. Baxter, are you referring to? She nods and says, "Yeah, he he called me yesterday, and he said that you were you got into some kind of serious trouble here in New York, and he was asking me about you. And uh, when I asked if I could see you, he said to come down to his office, and he, you know, let me know where you were and when I showed up this morning, I took, I took the first train I could. When I got here this morning, I went to his office and he said I could find you here at this address. And she uh, brings out um, like, a, like a legal 
uh, pad, piece of paper, and she unfurls it and says, this is, this is what he gave me. And she hands it to you, and it's the address. All right. First of all, don't trust that guy. I don't think he's all, I don't think he's on the up and up. She just, she just looks at you and says, what is going on? And she just kind of chuckles. Uh, like she's very nervous and very worried and very scared. Like she, all she got from Baxter was, Mr. Mr. Anderson and Mr. Olmstead Green are in serious trouble here in New York. Uh, you know, and she, uh, she also, she then says, she, she said something about a murder. There was uh, a, a guy, Harrison Giles. He said that police were looking into you at one point. Yes. There's been a whole lot going on here. I don't know how long it would take to explain it to you. So I just recommend sit down, have a seat here on the couch, uh, and just be prepared because I don't know what's happening right now. We just had an incident with Hawk. She says, what happened? And she kind of steps inside. Now remember that she has also been going through Trent's readings as well. She, she's, you know, she is knowledgeable just like you. What is your Cthulhu mythos, by the way? Mm, I think I'm at eight. Hold on. Did I give uh, you points? I'm at five, I think, unless I forgot to transfer points. I think you forgot, because I gave you points for going through Trent's stuff. I could have sworn I gave you points. Did you not take them? I don't remember even going through Trent's stuff, so maybe... I know that you. Uh, I, I know that in an email when we first started this, uh, I gave you some extra stuff because you were. You said you were obsessed with going through Trent's readings and stuff like that and finding out what he was doing. So I gave right. you some points. Okay. Um, I don't remember. I apologize. Uh, I believe what I gave you was one was a D eight. So go ahead and just add a D eight to your Cthulhu Mythos, and whatever your Cthulhu Mythos is, is her Cthulhu Mythos as well. Uh, six points. So All right. eleven points to. So uh, Amelia comes in. Um, William, you're in the living room, correct? Yeah. She looks at you and she just kind of gives a, a look. She's only met you a few times. Um, and she kind of gives you a look and says, hello, William. She hello, is Amelia. very startled by him. Um, and then kind of sits down. Uh, and she's just waiting. She's very confused. She doesn't know what's going on. Did I um, see her startled? Yes. Do I know why she's startled? Mm, not. I mean, you can ask her. No, I'll, I'll make a mental note of it and put that aside. Okay. Um, she looks at you, uh, Tommy. She sits down on the couch and says, and what's happened with Hawk? Where's... Thompson, he's with you, right? That's what Mr. Baxter said. Yeah, everybody's in the back room there. Is Hawk all right? Is, does he need We're help? still trying to figure that out. Um, I don't know how to put it, but basically he just had a moment where it seems as though he was possessed by something. And her eyes just go wide because she, yeah. you know, the, the last thing that she wants to deal with is another demon spawn whatever the crimson beast was yep so be be cautious there's a there's a tommy gun over in the corner if you need it she um, immediately gives you like this this look i was just like what she then says what have you been doing 
Well, at least if, if we all go mad at the same time, she can shoot us all. <laughs> and, and I did. I actually, I was meaning to say that very nonchalantly, like matter-of-factly, like be prepared, sit on the couch, there's a Tommy gun over there, everything will be all right. So you're basically saying if shit hits the fan, grab the Tommy gun and... Kind, kind of, yeah. Okay. She very worriedly sits there. Uh, what would you like to do now? Hawk, you're still in the, in, in the bedroom, right? With yeah. Fowler and Thompson. If, if this is all going on at the same time, then uh, she probably hears expletives from me. Get the fuck away from me. And maybe... Yeah, I'm like... Sound of a, I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, it's for your good. It's for your good. I'm clobbering him. Great, good. So, so they're wrestling back and forth. Henry, you're on the you're on the ground, right? Are you are, are you just sobbing at this point? Uh, I I lost um, six um, six sanity. So I I would imagine like right now I'm not doing that great. Well, know. neither is Fowler. Fowler's like freaking out. He's about to handcuff Hawk, and uh, and and yeah. So you can hear expletives, and you can hear Henry crying, and Amelia's just sitting there like, "What the? F like, what is happening?" So uh, she's just gonna sit there until until otherwise noted because she's terrified. Um, William and Tommy, what are you gonna do? William uh, goes through to the kitchen and makes himself some breakfast. Okay. William is making himself breakfast. I'm, I've got my eye on you, William. Something's going on. I don't, I don't know if I trust Look, Just because your girlfriend fancies me now instead of you, you don't need to be <laughs> jealous about it. Do you say that out loud? Yeah, why not? <laughs> she then kind of holds up her finger because she's we established in Crimson Letters she's a very matter of fact person she says I'm not his girlfriend noted <laughs> oh my god really? so he goes and makes his breakfast wait okay. not whose girlfriend his or my mine she just looks at you like, what are you talking about? Go deal with the screaming and shouting in the back room. They'll be all right. Yeah, it's, it's definitely like walking into the asylum, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Very, very much. Very much. I will make my way towards the back room. Okay. A few moments later, you'll notice uh, 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 Hawk uh, escorts Dexter out of the room. Dexter's handcuffed. No. And, uh, <laughs> no, they're just, you guys are just. And I throw him down on the couch. Asshole. You guys, you guys are just wrestling back and forth. Fowler's trying to get the handcuffs on you. You're trying to get him the fuck off of you. Henry's like curled up in the corner, you know, field position, freaking out. Fowler is determined to get you handcuffed. He's, he is flipping shit. Like he's terrified. So Tommy, you enter into the room to find this scene with Hawk and Fowler kind of standing up on the bed. They're on the mattress wrestling and <laughs> Henry crying. Wow. And, and if there's anything I can do to help Dexter, I will. Otherwise, I'm going to let it play out. Because I think he should be handcuffed too. Um, and while they're fighting, I'll start yelling to, to Hawk. I'll say, let him do it. Let him do. It. Let him handcuff you. You were just, you were just possessed a minute ago. Bullshit. 
No, not bullshit. Look around you. Look what's happening. Everybody in this building is is telling you that you just were possessed. I still ain't going to let this guy handcuff me. It's for your own good and for our safety. What are you talking about? I'm perfectly fine. You are now, but we don't know if it's going to return. So you're going to handcuff me? Yes. <laughs> Where the hell, you're, the hell you are? So handcuff Dexter. He's crazy. William says from the kitchen, he may require an exorcism. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to do. After, after a couple of minutes, William brings Amelia through some pancakes and <laughs> some pancakes for himself. <laughs> 16 pancakes, Amelia? <laughs> um, okay. No, just a couple. Just a couple? She, Amelia looks at you, William, um, and she's very concerned. She, she, you, you actually hand her pancakes. Yeah, yeah, I, I hand her some breakfast and give her something to drink. And I don't bring anybody else. She's the only woman here, so, you know. Well, she looks at you, and she just kind of puts it down on the table and does not eat. Um, William just puts his hand on her shoulder to reassure her and says, don't worry, my dear, it'll all be okay. Let me do a roll really quick. Uh, she immediately softens. He's got it. This guy's got it, Tommy. You're in trouble. Um, all right. Hawk does not want to be handcuffed. At this point, we're kind of at a standoff, but there's no way in hell I'm going to let the man cuff me. What are you going to do? Uh, we can calm down, but I ain't going to let him handcuff me. He can try, but it's going to be a grapple. That's Tommy. You want to help me? Well, before it gets to that, I'm going to try to appeal to his sense of, uh, I don't even know what the word is anymore, but I'm frazzled. <laughs> um, ration, rationality. Mr. I Hawk, am the rationality. Mr. Hawk, is there anyone here that you trust? Have I done anything in the past to either hurt you or harm you or mislead you in any way? I'm sorry, Tommy, but I can't trust any of you. All right. Hit him, Dexter. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. And so I'm going to try to – I'll try to dive and tackle his legs at the same time. We're going to do group grapples. <laughs> We're going to do group grapples against Hawk. So uh, how do you guys want to do it? I'm going to leave it well, up to your description. They're, they're attacking, so I'm going to try to punch the hell out of them if they, if they try to attack me. All right. Um, all right. Well, we're gonna do. Let's let's start with let's start with them because they they've initiated it. So we're gonna let's start with them, and then if when they fail or such and such, you will get your your role, your opposition role. Okay. Okay. What are you rolling? We're gonna. Well, what you two? What do you want to do? Do you want to do a group roll, like uh, whoever rolls does it for the whole group, or do you want to do it? Um, well, here's what we'll do. Whoever who has the highest grapple. Well, it should be. I, I think that. I mean, if we're gonna do it this way, um, it should be uh, Dexter because. Um, well, aren't we just going to follow the Call of Cthulhu 
fight rules? Uh, we got five minutes. So I was just going to do whoever has the highest grapple plus a bonus die versus opposition. Well, I got 60 for all. Okay. 25 for me. Dexter, what do you got? You're muted, Dexter. I have 25. I'm going to beat okay. the shit out of both of them. So, but mostly Tommy, Fowler. I don't want to hit so, Tommy. So, Tommy and Fowler, I need you to decide who's going to roll, and uh, and yeah. So, who's going to roll from you? Well, I'll, I'll roll because I initiated. Dexter initiated, so let him roll. But I would assume, I think based on the Cthulhu rules, with two against one, he would have a bonus. Yeah, I'm going to give him the bonus. Uh, I was going to give him the bonus regardless. But okay. uh, so go ahead, Fowler, because it's eight, uh, eight and other. Like you're assisting him. Yeah, I rolled an 06. Okay. Hawk, if you want to give me an opposition. A 23. All right. So they've, they've got you and they've got you pinned. Um, well, wait a minute. Is that an 06? Is that a hard or an extreme? That's it, would, it would be an extreme. He's, he's got 25. 25. No. No, it's a hard. Extreme, it would be five. So you missed five. One. And mine is a hard. So you're, we're tied technically. Okay. Unless you want to break the tie with the roll. Tom, Thomas, that's up to you. I'll break the roll. All right. We'll just, yeah, okay. Uh, trying to think. I think ties usually go to the attacker. Were you, you didn't really clarify what you were doing, Clifton. Are you... Are you dodging? I'm, or I'm punching the hell out of whoever you're trying to punch he, back. He is, he is literally trying to oppose you. Um, well, just because we have three minutes. So, Hawk, uh, or yeah, Hawk, high or low? High. I'm going to okay. punch him in the face. Hawk gets it. So, <laughs> Hawk, go ahead and roll damage. Um, what is my damage? Uh, fist. Uh, 1d3, 1d3, big deal. Uh, uh, I did three points of damage. I hit him hard. All right, so you sock Fowler right in the goddamn nose. But then Tommy's, trying, Tommy's trying to tra tackle me at the same time, so. Yeah. He's going um, for my feet. So give me another roll, uh, Fowler, and uh, until someone disengages, until the attacker disengages, we're going to keep going, so. With I the bonus guy. I, I failed. Well, Dex, you already tried. I punched you in the face. Tommy, did you? Well, I think this was round two, so are we still? Yeah, this is round two. This is still round one. No, round one was him trying to hit you. You hit back, so that was round one. Right? Tommy... But you're still in round one. You're trying to. Well, we, ca we counted that as the bonus for Dexter, I think. Yeah. Oh. I, I, didn't do, I didn't do my bonus. We're doing. Oh. Okay, so Dexter failed both rolls. So, uh, Tom. Oh, I got an eighty-three. So okay, so they're just you're just kind of grappling each other. Uh, Fowler, one more time. Uh, no. Nope. Help us, Henry. You're our only hope. Well, is Tommy going to do anything? I'm not getting involved. Well, like I said, Tommy, Tommy is doing something. He's providing uh, Fowler yeah. with the bonus die. He's doing what? He's providing Fowler yes. with the bonus die. Oh. 
Normally, normally it would be the person with the highest grapple plus the bonus die, but they have the same grapple. So just Fowler decided to take initiative and just roll. And that's my second. Oh, wait, no, don't I get to do something? Well, yeah, yeah you, you failed. This should be, this is round three. It should be round three. Okay. I rolled in, this is round, the third round or the next round. Right. I rolled in 06 again. Okay. I rolled a 46. Okay. So Hawk is pinned. All right. There we go. Get the fuck off of me. <laughs> we still, still got to handcuff him, so round four. Wouldn't I have him pinned? Is there any way to like he gets a penalty die, but you get a, you you maintain your bonus because he's pinned. Okay. I fail. I fail to put the handcuffs on him. I failed to get away. Well, for the sake of time, we're going to say that who who had what did you get, Tom? I got a sixty-eight. And Fowler, what did you get? A, 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 a number. Sorry, forty-six. All right, Fowler got the lower number. Hawk is handcuffed. Just we are we are at ten o'clock, so we are ending this with Hawk is handcuffed. You sons of bitches. All right. Put a sock in his mouth, too. Not one of Fowler's socks. <laughs> yes, my sock. All right. All right. Yeah. As, well, as much as I'd love to go through the minutia of combat, we, it's 10 one so. <laughs> so, there we go. So, we're going to wow. end with Hawk incapacitated. Cool. Our players included uh, Jeff Wilkins, Corey Highstead, Ken Trench, Wayne Worthy, and myself with Thomas McKeon as Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to become a patron, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us comments. We really like reading them. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck, good game.